Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Free My Thinkers. What's going on, everybody? This is your main man, Big Brother Tucker. There has been a lot of things going on uh, here in my city, the wonderful city of Dallas, of the great state of Texas. What I am going to talk about is nothing too positive, but it is a issue that's happening nationwide. And that is youths killing youths. And since I am a black man, I am referring to it in the black community. Last week, there was a incident where two men were arguing. A third man was literally caught in between them and he ended up being shot. Then uh, this week, there was a young man who was killed by another young man at a high school in Arlington. And it seemed to be rather foolish to me. Now we don't have all the details in behind the Arlington high school shooting, but we do have the details for the most part on the one that happened in a parking lot in the Redbird area of Dallas. And I'm willing to bet since this all involved young teenage men, that it was all in behind to be blunt. Now, my overarching topic here is going to be about the emotional immaturity in young black men today or the stunted maturity of young black men today. It is very sad to see how this generation of young men solves their issues. Now, there are a lot of angles I want to take on this. One of them being, why is such a drastic reaction needed for such a simple action? I give you the example of the shooting that happened in Redbird parking lot. The shooter was caught and the story goes that there were two men arguing. The young man that ended up dead happened, literally happened to be just between, caught between the two men arguing. It happened in a convenience store parking lot. And the man who started shooting first said the reason he started shooting was because he felt disrespected. So when he shot the guy that disrespected him, the guy who did the quote unquote disrespecting fired back and killed the young teenage boy. Odds are looking like it's not um, completely investigation isn't completed yet, but it simply looks like that he was caught in between the two, possibly trying to calm everything down. That's what it looks like right now. It's still a little early. What is absolutely appalling to me is that is 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 what disrespect gets you. You haven't even started your life. Y'all are late teens, early twenties at the most. Now, the young man that was killed in this was 19. The two men that were arguing were 20 and 23. None of these people are above the age of 25. They have no idea what life is. 
in my 20s, I was just a knucklehead who thought I knew everything, like most of us are. But this is a problem. Black folks want to talk about systemic racism holding you back. What about systemic black men immaturity? What about that? That is a true problem. You have men under 25 killing each other, outright killing each other. I mean, the man who started the shooting at the parking lot in the Redbird area uh, convenience store, he said, and I quote, nobody talked to me that way. He ain't my daddy. So because you feel somebody talked to you that way, that's grounds for you to start shooting. That is a level of immaturity. Dare I say when he made the statement, he ain't my daddy. Boy, did you even know who your daddy was? Or how much of an influence was your daddy and your behavior? Because as a father myself, I teach my kids to not initiate confrontation. But if it comes, be prepared to defend. You felt that a man disrespected you enough to just start shooting. You shot a 19-year-old kid in the head. No, no, not that guy. But the end result being a 19-year-old kid getting shot in the head because you shot at a dude who you felt disrespected you. That dude's shooting back and he gets hit in the head. Before he's able to legally buy alcohol, his life's over. A mother now has to bury a child that you brought into this world because you felt disrespected. Where is the maturity? And not only that, but during this little exchange of gunfire, a bullet hit a um, hit a kid in an apartment complex nearby. A 12-year-old boy sitting on the couch of an apartment complex nearby was shot because you felt disrespected. That is talking about the mental maturity. You felt so disrespected that you endangered the lives of everyone else because you felt disrespected. Because right now it's a one-sided story. We haven't heard from the other shooter, the one who actually seemed to have accidentally shot the 19-year-old boy in the head and killed him. We haven't heard his side of the story. But the guy who initiated the gunfight, that was what he said. I felt disrespected. He can't talk to me like that. I, he ain't my daddy. Well, son, either you failed your father or your father failed you because that is foolish. That is selfish and that is stupid. Even looking at the, looking at the situation with the um, high school shooter in Arlington, they are the police also captured that shooter. And when I say children, as it pertains to the Arlington high school shooter, the boy was 15 years old. He shot a 16 year old kid. They haven't released the reason why, but was it that serious? Your life is over and it hasn't even begun because you have been charged with capital murder. They have charged a 15 year old boy with capital murder. Again, I ask, where is the mental maturity? See, my head goes all over the place with this because I understand that even with a parent's best efforts, that child is still an individual. They will go the way at the end of the day that they choose to go. I know of several children that have a solid foundation and still ended up crooked. When I was coming up and I was brought up by a single mother, I had a couple of good strong male role models in my time coming up and even coming up i went astray i went the i went the lifestyle that was glamorized and popularized to me through uh i guess through music entertainment but at the end of the day 
the music entertainment was just a an excuse I used to do what I wanted to do. I had to bump my head a few times, but the foundation that was laid kept me from being lost out there. I found my way uh, like a prodigal son back home and got my together. That's why I asked the question early on, where are the fathers in these things? Because these are young men doing these heinous and just very disruptive, evil things. You are not old enough to vote yet, young man, and you've taken the life of someone else. Hell, at 15, you're not even old enough to get a driver's license yet, and your life is already over. The other young man, 20 years old, because you felt disrespected? Now, excuse me while I hit one of those back in my day rants, but here it is. Back in my day, when I was 15, 16, gangbanging had just made its way to Dallas. It really did. About 16, 17. And even then, kids were very hesitant to pull that trigger. I mean, I guess I can mention this since it is in a police report somewhere that when I was coming up, I had a gun pulled on me by a young kid, you know, my age anyway. I had a gun pulled on me. Nobody was around. A kid could actually shot me. But see, back then, it was more about flashing it. You weren't going to do nothing, you know. They still would rather scrap with you. They'd rather put them hands on you because... I guess back then we had more of a reverence for life. We still understood what it took and the ramifications it would take to, to take another life. These kids ain't like that. These kids have no regard. And I ask, where is the maturity? Where is the man in your life? Where's the male role model? Whether it's your father or not, but where is the male role model that teaches you how to handle things as a man? Because what I gather from this, what I gather is that all these actions are emotional. I guess that's the best way for me to sum it up. The emotional maturity, the stunted growth emotionally and mature-wise. These kids are acting emotionally. They, they, There was no one that to tell them, hey, man, be a man. Man up. Because the world has made masculinity toxic. You don't think this is a byproduct of that bullshit? Open your eyes. We were told if you had a problem with a man, you go address that man in his face. And if it came down to scrapping, it was a scrap. It was a fight. Both men walked away. But this, you alter your entire life because you felt disrespected. And I am willing to bet that that 15-year-old shooter in Arlington is going to have something just as stupid, just as senseless. Because we men are not teaching the youth. We are not helping them mature. The men that they listen to are entertainers. They listen to cats like Yo Gotti, the baby, little Yachty, and all these cats talking about is shooting this and shooting that. That's who's raising these kids now. Rappers I grew up with would tell you about the consequences of doing this kind of shit. People like UGK, Spice One, Scarface would tell you what your actual brain. They would tell you about, oh, the downside of blowing somebody away. Welcome to the, welcome to the penitentiary. These cats don't rap about that. And these are the cats that are raising these kids today. Being a teenager is already difficult. But being a teenager with zero guidance, it's almost an impossible thing to survive. And society does not make it any better. Society tells us that being a man, passing masculinity on is toxic. That it's okay to get emotional. That it's okay to, it's okay, express your emotions. Well, this is what happens 
when teenage men who are immature and emotionally unstable express themselves. This is it. I mean, that dude said he can't talk to me that way. He sounded like my daddy. I'll put some money on the fact that that boy probably got told something by the other dude that his daddy should have told him. He probably got told no. He might have got told, pull your pants up. He might have got told, say, man, you can't do that. We don't need all that loud noise. It could have been anything to make him feel disrespected because that's all he said. He didn't say what exactly what the guy said. He just said, I feel disrespected. He can't talk to me that way. And, and what did he say? I, I'm curious to know, what did he say? Because I wanted to bet that what he said probably was not that disrespectful, but he ain't used to hearing it. Things like, no, don't do this. And let's go to the other side of the spectrum. Even if it was super disrespectful, let's say it was disrespectful on an average level. Let's say he talked bad about him. He called him a stinky little boy or some shit like that. Is it worth you taking a life? Is it worth you being charged with murder? Is it worth that 12-year-old boy getting shot while just sitting on his own damn couch? Words made you do that? Nah. What we need to do, black people, is quit worrying about this bull phantom racism live all the systemic racism and let's tackle real issues teaching men how to be men getting men to a level of maturity and self-value and self-worth where they will not take self-destruction actions like this that's what it's really about that's what really needs to happen because right now these men are lost the lost in the world where being a man is frowned upon and living by the acts of your emotions is encouraged and you see where that gets us. Pray for our youth, y'all. Pray for our youth. Next. Now, as a rideshare driver, one of the things that is always interesting to me is to hear my passengers talk about relationships. As a man who has over, good God, 11,000 rides to his credit, I've about heard it all from both sides male and female and check this out i, I want to say this we have good men out here we do we have good women we also have some sorry ass men and some sorry ass women but what i've come to the conclusion of in my humble opinion is that 60 percent of the sorry ass men i lay firmly the beautiful pedicured feet of you women you might ask what well, what well, well, how is that possible it's it's on the mama or the daddy to raise a man you know that kind of good stuff and i agree but the fact of the matter is all these sorry ass men that y'all complain about is y'all fault because y'all accept them in their sorriness i mean why should a man have to change if you're gonna take me as i am why should a man improve if you're going to deal with them as is, because you knew when you met this dude, well, nah, I take that back. You knew why you were dating this dude. Okay. He got four kids and don't take care of any of them. Why would you continue to entertain that individual? Why? Why would you continue to entertain a man who hasn't had a legit job in four or five years? He can keep a hustle. Why would you entertain a man who, you know, doesn't like to go out, can't hold a decent conversation, always hanging around his friends. Y'all get into these things and then bitch about them. Well, why would he improve himself or 
change any of those things that are negative if you're going to take him as is. See, my belief is simple. If a female keep passing over a dude enough times, that dude is going to go, what the f*** is wrong with me? You said you want a man to be presentable and take you out and all that kind of good stuff. And how's a man going to be presentable with his pants hanging under his ass cheeks? How How is that presentable? My kids have never seen me like that. My three daughters have never seen that. Or you want to get involved with a dude who is constantly on the phone with his quote unquote homegirls. He got about four or five homegirls he always talking to and kicking it with. Well, you, you accepted that. That's what that is. See, men are very basic. Men are great adapters. When we see something isn't working, we change until we find what makes it work. We adapt. But y'all women work on the premise of, I can change him. No. No, baby. That's not the way that worked. See, it is true a man will improve for a woman that he wants, desires, and values. But that's because that woman has put out signs and vibes to show him the way you are right now, homeboy, we can't be. I know a dude who was very abusive to his ex, physically abusive. They were together off and on for 13, 14 years. Well, when they had their last final breakup, 18 months, 18 months after they fully cut it off from each other, he was married. Ain't raised a hand to her. And it really messed with the head of the other chick. And I told her, because you did nothing to show him he had to improve. You accepted him as is. His wife made him work. His wife made him show, show me that you are worthy of me. So he did. He changed all them hot-headed ways, ain't raised a hand to her, you know. All the things that he should have did to the woman that he had been in a relationship with for 13, 14 years. And understand, in that whole time, he never once asked her to marry her. But that other woman, y'all have heard the saying, a man will get right for the woman he wants to get right for. She made him change a lot of the negative ways. Well, he was still a hoe. He still cheated. And shit, but, I mean, it was drastically different from what it was when he was with the other girl. Because he, he'll, he'll tell a chick, now, nah, I ain't leaving my wife. You know, he'll they look at him, you know, he's very protective of that, even though he cheats, which is kind of an oxymoron. But that ain't the point. The point is, a man gets right for who a man wants to get right for. So, ladies, when y'all accept these dudes, we're not talking about accepting a man who's going through a hard time. That's a completely different situation. We're not talking about that. We're talking about a dude who's comfortable being sorry as He's comfortable putting more effort into making his ride look good than into taking care of his kids. We are talking about a dude who's comfortable living in Section 8 apartments than trying to find a real 9 to 5 job and getting home. We're talking about dudes that are comfortable with the lowest level and putting them out the least effort. Y'all see them, y'all ch choose them, and then wonder why things ain't going right. Why your relationship is so sh You chose it. You took that dude. So when y'all make the statement, oh, ain't no good men. No, 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 there are good men. You choose the bad ones.
You choose them sorry-ass jokers. And the reason they remain sorry is because you keep putting up with it. Or uh, you'll leave a dude that has uh, four baby mamas to get with a dude that don't have a place to lay his damn head. You went from bad to bad. Or oh, you'll lose a dude that they got a hustle that sell drugs for a dude who's living out government checks faking injuries. You're going from bad to bad. Ladies, if you say there are no good men left, look over your past three to four relationships. The three last past three to four men you dated and tell me, why did you pick them dudes? If you, if you claim they were sorry, then that's a, that's a you issue. Why did you continually go after sorry ass men? You got to stop that. You want men to be better? Expect better. Now, there's a lot more that goes on with that. There, there's a lot more to that. But I, I'm starting with the very base right here. If you want a better man, get a better man. Don't accept less than that. Again, I ain't talking about ladies trying to go out and find you a six-figure-ass dude. Calm down. That's, a, that's another topic for another discussion. I'm talking about the foundation, being of character and integrity. If you want that, get that and quit settling for the bull. Well, that's it, and thank you for listening to another episode of Free Mind Thinkers. In case you ever want to see the graphics and videos that go along with these wonderful podcast segments, don't hesitate to check us out on our visual platforms, YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, and BitChute. You can find us there under the same name, Free Mind Thinkers. Check us out. Until the next time, take care of yourselves and dare to think differently.